0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 29th episode of the Meeple Dungeon Podcast. As always, I'm Rob.
1: And I'm Anna-Marie.
0: And we are stoked to be back recording our 29th episode. <laughs> As you can hear, my voice is still not 100%. Um, it's been really off the last couple weeks uh, due to mostly hockey yep. and uh, me shouting at my oldest son's hockey tournament, but...
1: You're gonna say me shouting at my oldest son?
0: No, <laughs> I was no, like
1: not quite. No, Or are
0: cheering for him, maybe. No, and my and my my throat is prone uh, to this. Whenever I do lose my voice, it tends to be takes a while. a longer yeah. rote uh, back to normal. But <clears throat> you're gonna have to bear with me because we could not prolong <laughs> yeah. any longer. We couldn't wait anymore. So yeah, so here we are recording our 29th episode. And this week, we are going to start off with New to the Collection. And I'm going to start off with a game that we actually got. It's New to the Collection, but back in around Christmas. This was a game that we either got on a Boxing Day sale or I'm not sure. I don't remember. I think this was a Boxing Day sale. I think so, too. And that game is Great Western Trail, um, along with its expansion And this is from Alexander Pfister, and it's the Egertspiel version of Great Western Trail. So Great Western Trail is a game I've wanted to have for a long time, but everybody around here has it. So we never got it. there's always copies, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's always copies around, and uh, generally speaking, if that game were ever to to be played on the table, one of Kurt or Scott Scott or or Aaron or Brendan would play this game and they have it right so yeah i never needed it but then that sale came along where we had we got the great western trail and its expansion for i think 50 bucks total something like that which it, was, was... it was stupid cheap to the point where we're just like wow okay I'm, we can't not we have get to have this. this game yeah for that yeah. price we have to have it so and it's a game i've always wanted to have just didn't do it yeah um it's a game i've always liked i played it probably actually this is one of the more um like prevalent games I've played. Yeah. Actually, like, especially you... for not owning it, I've probably played it like eight or nine times. Yeah. And that's high. Really high for a game that I don't own. Yes.
1: Um I on the other hand have played it once, potentially <laughs> twice. I can't remember. But it was yeah. it was a very
0: long time ago. At uh, a convention. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, it was the the price was right, the opportunity was there. And uh, yeah, we got it. And it, it does have. We did get the expansion, expansion as well, which, as far as I can tell, is pretty much um, necessary at this point because the game is great on its own, but the expansion really, really made the game like sing to yeah. it, like to its. Full potential.
1: Nice, and it's nice when expansions do that, right? Like when there's something maybe like when it's good, but it might be lacking, and then this the expansion comes out, and you're like, "Oh, that is
0: like the perfect fit for the game."
1: It just makes it a unit.
0: It did, yeah. It made it made the game whole. I would say, yeah. So it's I would say the expansion is um, essential. Nice expansion is what's it called here? I've got it right beside me. Yeah, Rails to the North. So this this um, expansion is all about selling your cattle to all these different cities up in the north and it adds this board that clicks on well it doesn't click but goes side by side at the top of the board and it adds all these different uh railroad stations that are leading to different cities like um i
1: don't think i've ever played the expansion i've
0: only ever played the base game yeah it was really really good um so it's yeah it's essential and i think we got both for around 50 dollars yeah uh, yeah, a huge win and a great addition to our collection. It's not like new today, it was new a no, couple it's... months back, but I thought we should talk about it. Especially there's a, there's a new edition uh, coming out, which was kickstarted and it's got yeah. new art and new this and that with it. But yeah, um, Great Western Trail from Alexander Fister. we're big Fister fans. Yeah. Um, and we're going to be reviewing another Fister game, not this episode, but in our next episode. Yeah. So watch out for that, um, but yeah. What else? Uh, I bet you what can't else do we guess have? what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> All right. So, um, what I'm going to be talking about for new to the collection is Caper Europe, and this is uh, this was designed by Unai Rubio, art by Josh Emmerich, and published by Keymaster Games. Um, yeah. Now this one is a 2021 release, but we ordered it so long ago and it just got here
0: so this is a we're gonna say this is a a 2022 game as far as our lists and games of the year and uh, as far as such go
1: canada or at least our area is concerned (laughs) it didn't get here in 2021 physically didn't wasn't here so
0: yeah well and we just got this game today
1: yeah yeah so i'm just going to read a little description on this one um Your role as a criminal mastermind is to recruit a crew of thieves, send them to locations across Europe, and provide them with gear. It's your job to utilize your resources efficiently to steal goods. But being a great mastermind is about more than the things you walk away with. It's the thrill of a well-thought-out plan coming together. The setup. The sting. Properly deploy your thieves and gear to dominate locations, outmaneuver your opponent's plans, and win the night. You've got six rounds to plan and play your cards. Nothing like a tight timeline to up the stakes. So, yeah, this is a game. Uh, there was an original, uh, just Caper, and that came out, I think, in 2018. Um, I didn't I hadn't heard about it. I didn't know about it. Um, but when I saw this one, I was very intrigued. It just looked cool. I know uh, um, one thing you really like are, like, heist movies. Yeah. And this is, like, your pulling off a heist um but it's also card drafting and that's another thing that we both like so um yeah i was super uh super excited to get this i just the cover kind of really drew me in. i thought it looked unique and neat and uh just the gameplay sounds super fun
0: that sounds cool and it's a two player only right
1: yes yeah two player game um 25 to 35 minutes so yep. it's pretty quick and um yeah just card drafting is funny I love the they have all the different thieves kind of on here, and um one I swear is straight Corella deville
0: it does. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> She's yeah. just like looks just like her almost there's lots of great characters there's there's like a nun and there's a, yeah, the, uh yeah a tourist a yeah, bon vivant yeah, lots of great <laughs> and they're very stylized interesting funny kind of art art characters, yeah, yeah, it looks good i'm uh, it's a game I hadn't heard of. I think I'd heard of caper Well, uh, oh, that's but funny, I, you heard I, of
1: caper and I hadn't. And, yeah. <laughs> and this one is Caper Europe.
0: Yeah, so, so it does look good. It looks fun. Another yeah. good two-player game. Um, always looking for those. So. so I'm really excited to play that one. Yeah. It looks great. Yeah, so that, uh, that'll that be all of the new to the collection for this week. But uh, we have a very cool Kickstarter game to talk about. So we're going to run on over to our crowdfunding segment Now. crowdfunding segment of the episode, and we have an awesome Kickstarter to talk about. This is one game that we are both particularly excited about. Oh my goodness. Um, and I believe this was my number one. Um, it was
1: definitely my number one. Was it both of ours? I believe so. Our our most anticipated yeah, game of, of 2022.
0: 2022. <laughs> and yes, that is Jurassic World, Le- The Legacy of Isla Nublar. Holy um, dinah. Yes, this game looks fan. Fantastic. I'm just... And it's from Prospero Hall, oh, by the way. But, um, yes, so this is on Kickstarter. It funded in two hours.
1: I want to say I'm, like, salivating, but I'm not. I'm giddy. Oh I'm no. giddy, <clears throat> of, like, looking at this and just waiting for this game.
0: So we're both huge Jurassic Park, Jurassic World fans. Yes. Uh, dinosaur fans in general. Yep. I grew up wanting to be a paleontologist. I have a fossil collection. Dinosaurs are just my number one your passion yeah actually yeah my number one passion overall um in this life and it's this game is everything or it looks like yes. everything that I would hope for in a Jurassic Parks last Jurassic World game because it is a legacy game so this game you are actually running the park and you're not just running the park but you're you're living out the movies yes. in this in this game so you're you're doing Jurassic Park, and all the chaos that ensued over the first three films, and then you're switching gears and opening Jurassic World, yeah, and then going through all the chaos that ensues there over the last couple movies and the movie that's coming, and this features all the characters from the movies.
1: Oh my goodness, we're gonna get to watch the movie, and then this is coming out. Yeah, because oh, the it's gonna be a good yeah summer that comes fall. out this, this summer, June I think. Yeah, yeah. and
0: then this says. That yeah. it's slated to deliver in October, October. of 2022.
1: Okay, let's just pause for a moment. All right. Why aren't all Kickstarters done like this? So Kickstarter <clears throat> goes up in March. Yeah. Slated I know. to ship that same <laughs> October. I know. It's not, well. That's. It's because they've had this game of. made forever. Yeah, but, yeah, and I guess and they have the money to do it, so I get why, but oh my gosh, that's exciting.
0: I know. It's very exciting that this game's going to be. Uh, funded here and the uh, wrapped up in uh what's it uh two more weeks to go yeah and then um yeah delivering this fall yeah it's gonna it's so be nice that yeah. it's not going to be delivered in like two years yep i know it's incredible <sighs> so this this game is a full-on legit legacy game where this is all about opening up things and and adding things to the board and opening up boxes and adding new materials and getting New envelopes and all that kind of stuff. And this plays one to four players. It's co-op. And it's a r- roughly 90 to 120 minutes per adventure. And there's 12 dedicated adventures in this game. Yes. So there's a lot of gameplay here. And we are, yeah, huge fans of this. So And so are our boys. Oh, my goodness. And, yes. Yes. Yeah, they... so...
1: I was so, like... Not nervous, but, I mean, we both saw it when it came out. We were yep. both in grade three. Yes, <laughs> it, grade three. Yep. And we both saw it in the theaters. Back in 1993. And, uh, and so I was like, okay, I saw it when I was nine, and I, and I loved it. I was totally fine. And so oh, we've yeah. got our, our boys. They've watched it a while ago now, but I, I tried to delay it because, we you know, they're a little younger. Possible. And... I didn't need to. But they both loved it. They, like, no, they, yeah.
0: They've neither of them, them were scared. They were just, times now. they just love it. The both of them are so excited to see the new one in yeah. theaters. So that'll be the first one that they get to see in theaters. Um, so, yeah, excited. Very excited. And the four of us, when this arrives, the four of us are going to play it. Yeah. Our youngest g- will need help doing it. But That's our why oldest, it's a co-op. So it'll yeah, be great. it'll be easy. It'll be easy. Um, so what's going on in this game? Well, exactly what I said. Um, it is a legacy game, and you are, as far as I know, basically running through the films um, and, in, and enduring all the different kind of catastrophes that yep. happen there. Um, the Kickstarter version, there's only two, there's pledge only levels. two pledge levels, yeah, which is so awesome too. There's a $10 yeah. back because you believe in it, and get access to the pledge manager kind of thing, yeah. Or $120 American gets you the whole meal deal, and that's it. That's there's it. no other options. That's it. So that's roughly what $150 Canadian. Um, Seems kind of uh, right on course, I would think. For legacy game, for
1: what it's going to get you, I think. Especially for
0: the name, the IP. Yes. (laughs) So that gets you the base game, that gets you Kickstarter Edition exclusive art sleeves, uh, 12 highly detailed dinosaur miniatures, 12 adventure scenarios, 21 playable characters, and over seven pounds of game. (laughs) (laughs) And countless surprises in the box to discover. Um,
1: On here, they actually have the little Mister DNA, and he's got. His, uh, yeah. They've got him saying, "Did you know this box?" Talking about the the Legacy box, yep. um, is only I think like one and a half inches smaller, smaller than a Tyrannosaur egg. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Yeah, one <laughs> point three, three inches
0: smaller than a Tyrannosaurus egg. Yeah, and um, yeah, there's lots of cool stuff here. It says so you build, um, construct barricades, roads, parks, buildings manage them, keep visitors happy under the chaos under and the and chaos under control and create unlock new dinosaurs but watch out for mutations. So Yeah. interested to see what happens there. That'll be I think the Jurassic World coming in, right? Yeah. yeah. It has a cool thing on here, exclusive to Kickstarter only available is an amber dinosaur. So it says on here that the backers get to vote and decide which of the dinosaur figures gets to come in in amber like clear looking not clear orange yeah (laughs) real amber let's just be clear uh, (laughs) really beautiful uh plastic and just see-through amber looking uh miniatures look very very cool i don't know why they're making
1: us choose because i just say all of
0: them (laughs) i know give me all of them yeah and then there's this big art sleeve that goes over top of the box and it looks like it's been scratched by a dinosaur yeah um so
1: cool
0: yeah, in the box is the game itself. There's all these different uh character cards, 12 different dinosaurs, um dice, and a, this is cool. Oh, the there's cool a raptor is so claw. Cool. Uh, like it looks pretty roughly, well no, okay, there's a, here's a here's the 20 So a small raptor claw, but it's only it's for scratching the cards. For so scratch some of these off, some like of the these cards have yeah, the scratch ticket scratch-off parts to these cards. Yeah. And they give you a raptor claw replica to scratch them off with, which look, I mean, pretty awesome. That's pretty cool. <laughs> pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, there's a the nice, beautiful game board. There's 179 cards, eight game mats, 193 stickers, 224 tokens, uh, rule cards, rule books, reference cards, all sorts of stuff. It all looks gorgeous. All very Jurassic Parky, you know, just very yeah. lush, green.
1: That cover of this box is just... Yeah, It's so inviting. It the just cover, makes yeah, me want it has so t-rex bad. the t
0: on the front right when he uh, ends up, spoiler alert, killing the raptors and saving everybody at the end of the first film. And the big <laughs> d- When Dinosaurs Ruled the Earth banner. That was stretched across the visitor center comes falling Falling down across his chest and he does a big roar. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's looking right (laughs) at the... Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. If anyone hasn't seen Jurassic Park, you're crazy. So, and I'm not... Yeah, I'm going to say that. You're crazy if you haven't seen that. So, if you haven't, go watch it. And then it's got the iconic gates on the front of the... Yeah. On the front of the box as well with the amazing explorers cruising through the gates love it if you don't know what I'm talking about either the Jurassic Park explorers are probably the best vehicle on film in my opinion oh they're awesome gorgeous Um, but yeah the game looks awesome I don't I mean I don't know what's going to happen with this there's lots of like right here it says there's eight additional dinosaurs to potentially discover within this game and they're all in boxes and that's some compies in there I think probably who knows (laughs) right but uh, to start it off, there's a T-Rex, a Triceratops, Velociraptors, Brachiosaurus. They'll have a Dilophosaurus in there too. Oh, I Dilophosaurus. hope so. Have yeah, for sure. And just oh, just lots of stuff. Ooh, what does shipping look like? Thirty-one bucks to Canada. I'll take that. So this will be a hundred and eighty-dollar yep. game. Yeah, so if we get this game two or three weeks, maybe a month earlier than everyone else, I'm fine with paying that kind <laughs> of uh, shipping uh, because I just need this game. We both need this game. We're gonna. This is the type of game that we'll play the second it gets in the door. Yeah, and we'll be covering that hugely on this channel. Yeah, um, probably covering our progress through the whole scenario. I would I'm say so. Wager. That'll be
1: that'll be a new segment.
0: <laughs> yeah, the Jurassic world legacy segment where yeah. we're at what we've done yeah that'd be kind of a neat idea <laughs> although well, yeah. i don't think it's going to take us that
1: long to get through no. it
0: No, <laughs> i bet you it'll be it a said, pretty short segment <laughs> yeah it said 120 minutes per, per scenario or so, per yeah you I mean you could do one a night for and then you know in two weeks you're done the game right? yeah
1: depend. but in october the kids are in schools so we'll have to pick and choose in a month
0: oh yeah yeah i would think so yeah. for sure but oh yeah, super super excited for yeah. Jurassic World: The Legacy of Isla Nublar. Oh my gosh! From Prospero It'll be Hall. So good. Yeah, can't wait. So <laughs> um, that's it for this segment. But we have a review to do, so let's go we on do. over to our uh, final segment. Alrighty then, here we are at our main discussion topic of the episode, and we are going to be doing another Meeple Dungeon Review. Review. And what game are we reviewing this week, anyway?
1: We are reviewing God Tier, designed by uh, David Carl, Alex Hall, Steve Marketson, and Sherwin Matthews. Art by Doug Telford and Reese Pugh and uh, published by
0: Steam Forged Games. Yes, God tier. So I was scrolling through Twitter a few months back and I came across the scene and pictures of a game I hadn't, I don't think I'd seen anyway. And I just saw all these crazy cool minis battling it out on a board, and I thought, man, this game looks awesome, and I commented on the picture, and sure enough, it was this god-tier uh, game, and um, the great people at Steamforge Games saw my comment and offered to send us a review copy of it, With uh, so they sent us the Eternal Glade starter set, which is kind of a uh, two-player starting kit with two factions, and then he sent four additional uh, factions along with it. Yeah. And um, yeah, so we're uh, this game came out in 2020, I believe, but it, it um, yeah, it's it's hugely popular and it's a skirmish game, and um, yeah, just because I thought it looked amazing, um, I commented on it, and sure enough, they sent it to us. So thank you, yeah, thank you very much Huge for sending you. it to us. Uh, we really appreciate that, and we've uh, yeah, we played a bunch of it here, so we're gonna talk about it. So what is God Tier? God tier is a skirmish game for two players, in which you're using factions of all sorts of fantastical things, like uh, like <laughs> great demons. word. Yeah, like demons <laughs> or um, like skeletons, demons, uh, ghostly figures, people regular people (laughs) um centaurs centaurs you know what i'm saying like there's just pretty much all sorts of beings all sorts of different beings yes yeah and you're you're duking it out champions yes you have yeah so what it is is every set or every faction has a champion and followers
1: so basically um everybody like the whole like creation has just lost faith in the gods Yes. is what it is and the gods have just been overcome with anguish they've yes. just been devastated that um belief in them has ceased and they um their anguish just basically shatters each god into a thousand pieces Yes. And these pieces, um, they fall to earth and they become, they're the God tears or uh, God tears. And so they've just, everywhere they fall, they create mountains, they create havoc, they create, you know, like that's,
0: they've just like the ruin of
1: the world almost. Yeah,
0: yeah. exactly. They look like fractures in the ground that are glowing with crazy crazy different colored lights. And, and they're basically um, saying like from this cursed fate, you know, is
1: the promise of resurrection. Yes. And so you have your champions who yep. are trying to uh, find these God tears and, yeah. uh, and become the new gods.
0: That's right. So you are, you are basically locating these God tears and that where the location of these God tears come from is the site of your battlefield between you yes. and your opponent. And it's your champion or champions. And yeah. their followers versus your opponent's champion or champions. So this game, when we first played it, we just played one on one, one faction versus another faction. But it, this game can be played up to four factions aside. But the game is uh, designed for three. Yeah. Um, so it's you. You basically have three factions of wildly different uh, types of fantastical beings. Yeah. And their followers fighting another three. And they're you're trying to uh claim these god tears for your own to become yeah, to basically become
1: as yeah, as they claim uh more and more god tears, they become um they absorb them and they become more powerful, they grow in power and yes. size, like they just get bigger and bigger and stronger, and basically um it's creating the new pantheon of gods. Yes. So when I hear like pantheon of gods, I think like the Greek and Roman gods and yeah. things like that. But it's creating this new era of um i thought that was a neat way to to structure it like creating a new era of very very cool yeah
0: so in our in our first games we we played yeah with the the two characters or two champions that came in the starter set or the eternal glade starter set because there's a few of them out there but this one had eternal glades had two characters two champions one was morgan and she is a slayer champion with her followers and you played as naya yes and she's a shaper champion. Yes, and she has some followers. Yes. But then you can also kind of mix and match these. You can take any three champions you like, and mix and match them however you want, and face off against your opponent. Because we have several other uh, champions as well. Helena. Helena, uh, Mournblade, Rangosh. um, Yeah, Rangosh, and somebody else. It's Kaelin and the Virtues. That's right, yeah. So, however you want to mix and match these, you can. So, how this game works is there is a game board and it is has a track on it a push and pull track It's a neat track very very cool yeah um and so you set up your uh factions on your own side of the board, depending on the scenario you pick because each yeah each scenario there's a whole bunch of them whole bunch of scenarios you can pick from to to duke this out, and depending on the scenario it dictates where you can and can't. Place your starting factions but generally speaking uh, especially if you do life which is the starting uh, the most basic uh, right uh, whatever you call it starting scenario scenario or... um, you basically start on your side of the board within the the board is made up of a whole bunch of hexes and you kind of start within the the first two rows of hexes on your side and your opponent starts on the first two rows of hexes on their side with the God tier fractured uh, Bits, <laughs> the uh, god tiers these, uh, tiles, yeah. In the middle of the board, and you start with in this one, you start with four of them that are up for yeah. grabs. So you, once you have your factions selected, and you have them in their starting positions, you are going to start this game. And the way it works is it is push and pull. So you're trying to get victory points every round of this game yep. to the first one to get to five. And it's really neat because the first victory point that's up. For grabs in the first round is one. Yeah. There's one victory point up for grabs. So whoever wins round one is gonna get one point. Whoever wins round two is gonna get two points. Whoever wins round three is gonna get three points. And that's where the pattern then stops. It goes yeah, and then <laughs> it goes the other pattern. way. <laughs> in round four. Two points. In round five, if you get there, one point up for grabs. And whoever, the first to five Yep, Yeah, first wins. to five wins the round, or uh, wins the game. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's just neat how if I win the first round and you win the second round, you're up two to one. And then if I go to the third round and I win it, all of a sudden I'm up four to two. And then if you win the fourth round, it's four to four. And whoever takes the last round would win the game. So that's And that's happened to us a few times, and that's really, really cool yeah. the way that works. So how do you get these victory points? That's the big question. The way this works, you're going to have a player board for each of your factions, and on the player board, and it's not big; it's just a oh, just so yeah, just a little sheet just to keep your cards organized.
1: Basically, the width of three cards yeah. side by side, with a little a little row above them,
0: which is going to feature your uh, basically your champion's champion. main card, um, a champion's secondary card, and then the followers card. Yes, and above those is going to be slots for where you can lay down certain tokens that you're going to get. Um, throughout the game. So you're going to have your three-player board set up. You're going to have all your uh, minis out on the board, and then you're going to start the game. Whoever goes first gets a slight advantage in the push-and-pull aspect of the game where, you're, where the starting token is going to start slightly on your side of the, the line. center line. Yes, because yeah. it's either... There's, no, there's a definite middle, and it starts on one side or yeah. the other. First player, it starts on their side. There's basically like... 10 slots on one side, 10 slots on the other. So it would start on level one of your own side
1: if you were starting the game. And then. So you would only have nine more slots to pull. Right. Whereas I would have 11 slots to pull. Right.
0: But the thing is, if you're second player, you get the hammer. You get the hammer. So you get the final action of the round. Got some curling speak in there. Yeah, exactly. Some (laughs) Canadian curling speak. Um, but that's the whole idea is that if you are going first, you get that slight advantage because second player kind of gets their own slight advantage. So it kind yeah. of equals out that way. And what are you going to do? You're going to do basically two things. Yeah. Um, you're going to go into what's called the plot phase. And that's the first phase of the game or the first phase of each round yes. is the plot phase. And what you're going to do is you're going to move your, mostly move around mm-hmm. your your figures on the board and kind of get them into where you want them for the round to be. And the opponent is going to do that as well. And then you're going to move on to the... uh, Clash phase. Clash phase, which is basically where all the fighting happens. And then the end of the round, whoever has gained the most victory points at the end of the round is going to... Or where of that... I shouldn't say gained the most victory points, but... Is that wherever that whoever token has the is, token on, on their the side? Pole, yeah. If it's on your side, you win the round.
1: But yeah, so you, the the plot phase, uh, player one moves all their figures at once. Yep. And then once they're done, uh, not moves, but does their, their action, two two, actions. Two two actions. So they do their two actions for their champion and their followers, yep. or their champions and their followers. Right. And then um, the. Player two does the same uh, after they're done. But then in the clash phase, um, player one it, it they'll choose to move one of their either um, champions or followers, yep. and then player two goes. And the clash phase goes back and forth one yes. turn, one turn, one turn um, until all that until they're all done.
0: Yeah, that's the difference between the phases. Is in the plot phase, uh, whoever's up gets to do all their. Actions and then it moves to the second player, gets to do all their actions, and then in the clash it's back and forth. Yes. One at a time. Yeah. So in Which the block phase. It's
1: definitely it's a it's a neat difference between the two phases.
0: It's very neat. And yeah. It, there's so many different tactics and things you can yes. do here. So what you're doing on with your actions, there's a there's a whole whack of things. There's okay, I shouldn't say there's a whack of things. It's pretty basic. Yes. You can either move your characters up to their amount of speed because on the card it's gonna tell you Their speed, their dodge ability, how much shield they have, how much life they have, and then all the different
1: um, actions or skills that they have that
0: can be used. And there's going to be a card for your champion and a card for your followers. And then you... So you're going to move each uh, character, your champion and your followers, each get two actions each. Yes. And so you can move them. Uh, You can use one of their skills, which are widely... Varied, so yeah. we're not going to go over all those. No, but to be honest, like there's there's uh, special powers they can do where they can pump themselves up, or they can pump up your champion, or they can move your champion can then move your
1: your followers, uh, followers around,
0: yeah. or um, do small attacks or, or things like this. And what you're going to do is once you've carried out two actions for each of your champion and your followers, you're going to flip their cards over to say that that is now we're done with the plot phase because on the back side of each card is going to be what they can do in the uh, fighting phase. The uh, Yeah. What's it called? The clash phase. Clash, yes.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, when you... It's kind of neat because you've got the same pictures so your cards um, have the same pictures but on the uh, plot phase there's like a white background Yes. and once you flip it over it's a black background so you know you're at a different phase and yes. then once you've done the clash phase you flip it back over to the plot phase that way too you know when you're done with the character that you have the other character still to use
0: that's right and the so you have different skills on depending on different yep. sides of the card so when you do flip it over from plot to um, clash there's a whole different array of different skills you can use and that's what you're going to do. Um, so again, once you make it into the uh, class phase, you're going to go through one at a time. This time, instead of doing all of yours, we're going to just trade back and forth. I'm going to pick either my one of my champions or one of my followers. And I'm going to do two things. I'm going to generally move them or attack with them. Yeah. Use one of their skills. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. And you're going to try and get more points per round, so you can swing the push-pull yeah. meter your direction to hopefully gain the victory point that's up for grabs at the end of that round.
1: The big points generally come from, A, knocking out the champion. Yep. So, you knock out, like, you know, if I knock out your champion, I'm going to get, you know, four,
0: four slots. Four ticks up the, yeah, on up your the ladder side. on my
1: side. Yes. Um, the when when a player gets knocked out they're not dead they just have to use one of their actions to rally back up the next turn
0: yeah it removes all the hits off of them yeah it
1: removes their hits but it just takes basically one of their turn one of their actions away um the other way the other big way to get points is uh putting
0: banners down yes and only your champion can do that yeah And and only in the plot phase which so what we're talking about with banners is each set each faction comes with a physical banner and it's it's something it's yeah. like a, a well for morgan it's for a mini instance, that's suited
1: towards their yeah the it's, kind it's of like a, a tome like this
0: yeah literal flag that they kind of put down and it's a little plastic piece that you can put down and it has to be on one of the god tiers one of the fractured yeah hexes, uh, hexes in the board and that's another thing the um the champions can physically stand on the God tier fractured spots, but none of your followers can. Unless they you would just have be blasted y- into oblivion.
1: Yeah, there are two types of followers. Um, they're like the um, just like the basic followers, and then they can't remember what they're called. But they're like a step up follower. In some of them, not all yes. of the, the cases so, have
0: them. Yeah, we're talking basic. Yeah, here. Yeah, just the base game. Certain but factions have certain abilities, it,
1: but that middle one can also stand on the hexes, but it, not all the boxes have yeah. them.
0: Yeah, but. So some of the skills and things you can use uh, will give you boons and blights. So boons being uh, positive uh, tokens that you can add to your player board. F- for Typically your like champions plus
1: or, one, like speed, plus yeah, one, Exactly. you know,
0: plus accuracy. one accuracy, plus one to accuracy, plus one to damage and so forth. And you can vice uh, adversely give boons to blights. each other. Or uh, blights, sorry, yeah. to each other, which is minus, which one is of just each. A, yeah, <laughs> the opposite minus yeah. to your speed on a certain character for that particular round until it's used up and it gets tossed away. Yeah, and then so I guess it comes down to what happens with like combat. Mm-hmm. So if you, if I'm trying to attack you with a certain character, um, if I if I'm using a skill that says, uh, like for instance, we have what do we have here? We have the ice blade. Which is a, a Morgan's one of Morgan's skills. If I use Ice Blade, uh, it has a range of one, so it's going to show you on the card um, how much range it has, and how much um, accuracy accuracy it has, and how much damage it has. So if I target a character within range one of Morgan, I can use this attack, and what I'm going to do is go to the accuracy, and on a Morgan's uh, Ice Blade, it has five, so I would grab five die from the pool and I would roll these and on those die they have blanks single hits and double hits yes if I have if I roll those five die and I have an equal or greater amount of successes on those dies compared to your dodge uh, Stat. uh, stat on whoever I'm attacking the hit goes through and I hit you then I will get to roll for damage on what that hit's actually going to do and I will do the same thing. I'll look to see what number is assigned to this particular attack. And on nice Blade, it would be five. So again, I get to take another five die, roll those, see how many successes I get. And of those successes, say I roll and I end up with four. Um, if I have more successes than you have on your shield yes. um, stat, I will do... the whatever the excess is, that many damage to that character. So if you have a two shield and I've rolled four successes, I'm going to hit you for two.
1: Yes. And the way that, um, just to touch on the way like the boons and blights work, if you had a boon, so the positive one on your side, let's say if you had an accuracy boon, you could then take six die. like You'd take an extra die to roll so you just increases your chances. If you had a boon for damage, you would take an extra die when you were rolling damage. If I had a blight while you were attacking me i had a say i had a shield blight well then instead of my four shield i might have three or instead of my two shield i would have one and then after that attack the blight or the boon they go away yep and then yeah but that's how those work so it's pretty it's pretty neat how they yeah
0: and so if you when you're attacking champions the champions can get um knocked out but not dead yeah um and then they just have to basically spend one of their actions to remove all the the damage counters from them and when the next time that they're going to use that character. They rally back up. Um yes for a rally and then if you kill a follower, they're removed from the board and they have to be brought back in using a certain action from the followers. So it's it's a very very interesting game that way. There's a lot of tactics involved here. Um yeah. especially with having 3 champions and followers per side it's a big cluster board of all sorts of characters all over the place doing I mean, all sorts of different things to each other. And each
1: turn. scenario starts differently so yes. like your base scenario starts with four of the god tier hexes right in the middle yep. you have other scenarios where you've got like two chunks that start mm-hmm. or three chunks or maybe they're in a line like yep. they've got a lot of different um starting and i can imagine you could just you know, make it whatever, make you, it want. whatever you want yes, and see if it's like, oh, well, this is a little overpowered. Maybe that's why it's not in the book. Yeah, <laughs> but really. You could make your, any scenario you, you like with one this. One thing we actually didn't touch on, too, though, which is really neat. So let's just say um, uh, the the loser of the round. Yep. So if you lose the round, you take a
0: die. In this scenario. In this scenario. In the life scenario. Yes,
1: there, yes. Are, other, there are other ones. But in this one, it's pretty neat because you take a die, you roll it. And you add two to whatever the roll is. So if you roll a blank, you add two, so you two. get two. Or it could be so like two, three, or four. And you get to add that many God-tier hexes to the board mm-hmm. attached to one of them at least that's already there. So you can attach it to any God-tier yep. hex on the board so like you can really kind of tailor it to hopefully help yourself get Which we've done.
0: a banner. Yes, exactly. You can kind of build them away from your opponents so you can try to stick a banner somewhere way away from your opponents I've had um, I've had my
1: uh, I was playing Naya and for one of them and I had my quartzling uh, one of my quartzlings completely surrounded yeah, <laughs> so that he couldn't I had move
0: stuck in a, in a <laughs> hole yeah they, they couldn't get out
1: if I wanted to to move him I would have had to take him off the board like yep. basically kind of sacrifice him right? yeah I yep. could calcify him and then yep. bring him back um, another turn but, um, but yeah it's just neat how that worked in the in that scenario
0: yeah but. so that's what it's going to be it's, it's a whole bunch of back and forth every round has the two phases of uh the plot and the i always forget what it's called the fighting clash clash phase <laughs> and that's the end of the round and you got to figure out at the end of that round where that that token Take is whether is, it's yeah. closer to you or closer to yeah. me and there's a few things you have to look for uh are there any of the flags on the on the board did anyone get knocked out? There's a few other things you can look for. Yeah. But it's gonna be uh yeah, moved up and down, and whoever side it's on is gonna win that round and get X amount of victory points for that round. First of five wins. Our our first game of this was so
1: Awesome. Bitterly tight. Yes. It was
0: so awesome. It <laughs> I came... was getting no rolls in that game. At the beginning. You were up uh How did it go? Did you go two nothing
1: in the first? I'm not sure how it went, but I know that like when we finished, we each had. um, It was down to the last round, and it was down to the last turn, the last roll of the die. That's right. Determined if I would have gotten, I lost. We'll just put (laughs) that out there. The first game, but if I would have gotten one, you needed one one more more success. Yes. I would have won yes. the game. That's right. It,
0: it, that's how close yeah. it was. It was yeah, crazy. It was, it was yeah. This game is very very balanced that way. Yeah. Um, even when you're getting behind, uh, luck is a thing. In oh, this. for sure. Um, there's there's dice roll and because there's not really many dice mitigation. No. Uh, things in this game. So kind of your roll is your roll. Um, but that being said, it seems to be pretty even that yeah. way. Yeah. But that's yeah. That's that's the. Basics of That's the, the gist game, and there's the a game. whole array. Like we have the the one base box plus four other champions yeah. with their followers, but there is a gargantuan list. So many of others that are yeah. available to play with. But yeah, we you know I'm we're excited. Gonna, yeah, we we want to get more for sure. But we've I been mixing spoiler, and matching what yeah. we <laughs> have here, um, kind of the limited amount that we have. Yeah, and right. it's still really cool that way. And the board, I should say, is two sided. So there's yes. um there's the uh, kind of a green me- lush sort of meadow on one side and then a very barren wasteland on the other side so you can just mix it up a little mix bit mix up whatever you want yes and there's a whole bunch of scenarios to pick from uh the life one is the basic one and seems to be the kind of the most the easiest one to to figure it's, out Yes, but um, yeah the most simplistic the thing is to, too, to that every time it. you lose around yeah you get two things you get that little advantage at the at the end where you get to right, get yeah. some sort of uh thing like putting out more god tiers or whatever where you decide to put them and you also have the choice of picking whether you want to go first or second that's right in the next round which is very strategic strategic you don't really like both have their advantages so depends on where you're at and what you're feeling and what the board those were tough
1: choices like every round you're like
0: yeah what do i want to do strategy (laughs) and tactics of the wazoo in this game so i think that That says how this game works. Yes. So let's rewind and talk about the theme. Does the theme lend well to this game? This is a, this is a, uh, this is a solid, um, skirmish game. Okay. Fighting factions. I think it works very well. It's, I mean, you're two factions fighting over something, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, the, there's the not really kind of not it, it, really. Yeah. Cause there's no narrative in it. No. It's, right. It's... Like the narrative is
1: just that, like they give you a story at kind of the beginning and whatever. So uh, you're just fighting to become a God. Yeah. So there's not so... really, there's no story. There's no narrative there. It's just like, this is.
0: No, when it comes down to it, you are two crazy factions of you're just whatever. Fighting. I'm a demons and you're a centaur or whatever. Yeah. And we're just fighting it out and trying to win. Yes. So it's just, beating your opponent. I mean, yeah, theme is fine. Uh, Theme, it doesn't really matter. They could be fighting over anything. Exactly. I could be fighting over cupcakes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Right? Do I like the theme though? I do. I really like the idea of the theme of these gods' powers are falling to the ground and we're trying to I'm trying to get the these powers. And I thought it was. I, it. I really liked actually that
1: that story at the beginning. It was Nito. They, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was their anguish yeah. was so strong that it just you know broke them into a thousand pieces. Yeah. And
0: but at the end so of like, the day, it is just a skirmish game. It's just it my just forces been versus your forces. The most
1: gigantic cupcake that like exploded into a thousand <laughs> cupcakes, be. and you needed to yes. get all the cupcakes to so, become sweeter.
0: Theme not crazy <laughs> important. Or, not important to the game,
1: but it's fine.
0: Yeah. The theme is fine. Um, so that leads to the, uh, art artwork is fantastic. Yeah. It's very good. Well, so, well, you know, it's, to be honest, it's a mixture of the artwork and components that got me to even look at this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd heard of it, but I didn't realize what I was looking at when I looked at it, but it was looking at it on the, on the board on the, in the pictures, I could see the board and the, and the figures on the yeah. board and I thought the board looked really cool. And the figures look really cool. The
1: so board is. I'm going to interrupt you. Sorry. The board is really nice because it doesn't have rigid hexes. No, they're very which subtle, which is so nice. Like it's not here's your black outline, no. or like very solid. Here's your here's your hex. It's no. very faint, but you can tell that it's the hex, and you know where it is.
0: Yeah, they're very faint, and you can see that they're kind of made up of like there's flowers and yeah. mushrooms and and so they're not Yeah, it's not just. Black lines. They they used art art to yes. make them right. So, it and it's really looks, highly detailed
1: yeah. as well. It looks like it's maybe like um, shrubs or past or like they just I don't know flowers. Like they've just made it really nice. So I, I yeah. that board is the board is, is awesome. board art
0: is amazing. Yeah, the art of all the characters and the box really 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 good. It's very comic book style. It's very uh, I don't know Batman uh, like darker kind of kind of uh, style. Um, it's it's anything you could see in comic books, really. I'm I'm assuming yeah. these artists have have done comic book work because that's kind of the way it looks. Um, so yeah, absolutely no. As uh, I
1: was gonna say, even comic comic book or like movie, like these look like they could be from. Um, well, it just looks they like could graphic make, novel style. Yeah, you they know? can make like a movie out of these things. Like oh, they, sure. yeah, yeah. It would lend well to. It would, like a. Yeah, like I really cool I think the artwork something. is great.
0: Yeah. Through and through the artwork is great. Then the components. So, again, the components are what first caught my eye. Because I was watching a game of this on Twitter, but the, the minis were all painted. Mm. Um, really well yeah. painted. That being said, these minis are really, really nice. They're and, good quality. They're and strong. They come in different colors which is yes. super cool. If They're not just all gray. They, right. And like, they come in color of perfection. Yes. So, like, the Slayer minis are all red. Yes. The... Um, what are these guys? Shapers. Shaper minis are all green. green. And so forth. The as Maelstroms we can tell are anyway. yellow, and the Guardians are blue. Yes. And they're all really, really nice. They're strong. They're all detailed, too. They're and very detailed. Yeah,
1: every... Like, the followers are all different, too, which is neat. Yes. Like, you would that think,
0: was, think... I mentioned that right out the gate was... When I took um, Morgan out of the box, you have the Morgan Mini, which is about... The well, champion. She's, she's pretty big. Two and a half inches tall, which is yeah. really, really nice. And then each of the of the followers are these skeletons. They're called the cold bones. And usually in a lot of games, you would have one mold, f- mold. for yeah. the followers. And they'd all be a skeleton holding a sword or whatever, yeah. right? But each of the six or five or six... Yeah. Um, followers are skeletons with weapons, but they're all totally different. They're all different. Yeah. Sculpts. Um, and they all look awesome. They're all in a different stance, holding a different weapon, yeah, doing all the different things. And then I realized that's the same thing for everybody. Yeah. Because when I first looked at Nia or Naya, she has these three quartzlings. Follower quartzlings that look like they're all the same, but they're not. When you set them side by side, they're in different poses. But at yeah. a, at, a, at a glance, I thought they were the same.
1: And it's neat; their their flags are all different too. Like yep. you would think that it's not like you've got a, a flag on a pole. Um, like Nia, um, yeah, she's got it looks like a chunk of quartz.
0: Yeah. You know, right. and whereas yours, um, it's some sort of uh, yeah, I don't know, fire crystal thing yeah. for, for Morgan. Looks like it's kind of erupting out of the ground. Yeah. But yeah, the components are really good. Um, we just bought a cool. Painting uh, system that we could definitely go to go to work on these guys um, and make them look pretty sweet. But as is, they're I think they're fine just yes. like this out of the box. Especially like you said, they're not all gray. It's kind of easy to tell which are yep. which ones I'm using and which ones you're using. The dice are great. They're black with nice uh, white uh, etchings on them yep. for the different things. The tiles are really nice. They're the, the actually nice really thick beautiful. cardboard.
1: They've got cool different colors for the uh, all the, different
0: the god, god tiers. tiers. Um, all the tokens are great. Nice thick cardboard. Yeah, uh, easy to tell what they're uh, representing. The board
1: is like a three by two, right? So like it's like six squares. Yeah, it's a large board. It's a big board because yep. you've got you know if you have if you have like three sets of champions and their followers out there, you've got a lot going on. Yeah. Um But yeah, I know. I the cards are all nice, oh, good stock. And I wanted to mention too, component wise, each box. So like the the uh, starter set, and then each individual like. A champion and their um their followers all comes with it's an individual game tray yes. that like nicely fits the every mini, um, has its every own mini spot. in there and yeah. and with the like the little plastic cover so nothing's gonna fall nope. out or
0: fly over you know no it's really good quality um then they also have the little player boards which are just simple also kind of a yeah. uh, stronger card stock um, but they don't need to be anything crazy. It's no. Just it's just big enough to hold three cards like, and a few tokens. If you didn't have them, you could. You didn't. You, wouldn't you don't even need them. Need them no. There's yeah. There's not you really could just any. Play your three cards onto the table, and right? then your boons on top of yes, them. Yes, exactly. Boons you don't need them, health. but they are nice. They look yeah. good. Um, yeah, no problems there. So artwork components, really, really good. Um, now we can talk about the game and whether or not we. Recommend it. If we do recommend it, who do we recommend it for? So, skirmish games are not games that we have played a ton of. No. Um, We have played some, but not a lot. Uh, However, this one is uh, certainly one of the best I've played. Um, I love the simplicity of this. So, that's the thing. With this game, (laughs) it is very simple. Yeah. However... There the are so many different skills for yeah. so many different fa- or, or characters within each faction. Yeah, that it takes it's going to take you a while to get to know each faction and what they do and how to run them properly. Yeah, once you know that, this is very simple. Very yeah. very simple. You basically move around, use a skill. Because you do
1: the same things. The same actions, yes. At, turn after turn, like that. Yes. The the process is very simple. It's just getting a handle on the different, yeah. um the different characters because all the the cards are all
0: individualized. That's the thing. So for the first little while, we were just playing with Morgan versus Nia, Nia, and so we got to know those cards pretty well and what the characters do and who they what you know how they interact with each other and and so forth. But then when you're at, adding in other characters, the you got to sit there and be like, okay, what's that a character bit do again? again. So that's the thing there's there's a uh, there's, there's a, lot a learning of, uh, curve for homework the, to do yeah. if you want to um do these large matches so you got you know know what you're doing and who they are and whatever, but once you've played this a few times, you'll start to know who's who and what's what and how they work and then you switch up your factions, yeah, that's right. <laughs> But it's it, that's the thing. It's it's a very simple game. But
1: that makes it versatile as well, right? So you're very not, you're not going to just get bored playing the same one over and over and over oh, it's again. Extremely because versatile. you can sw- swap out any champion sets, right? Like yeah. it, there's so that's many the different thing. combinations. There's all these
0: different combinations when you're doing taking three per side. Yeah. If you had say a dozen factions of yeah. this, you could have all sorts of things going on. Yeah. And they will all work together in, in very weird ways. And you can find all these different combinations of how they work. It's kind of like if you were to be playing Magic, right? And you had like a red-black deck or yeah. a you know blue-white deck or whatever you're doing. And you're kind of mixing and matching how these different champions work and their followers work. And together with other factions and things. Yeah. It's very interesting that way. Um so yeah, it's safe to say that we do recommend this game. Yeah, if you like skirmish games, this is awesome. Like I said, we haven't played too many of them. No, but this one is it's right fun. at the top. This is one of the more fun ones I've played in a long time, and it's fun being you know just the two of us here. This is it's nice to play a skirmish game. we, yeah. haven't, we haven't we haven't played them in a long time, and we haven't played many of them. And this one was a, a nice little treat yeah. uh, to Absolutely. play. Absolutely. So we one hundred percent do recommend this game to pretty much anybody.
1: Yeah, they do have and I, I do agree they've got an age they have like 14 plus on there and yeah. I think that is not necessarily I mean, I, I think that is a good age because there is a couple of reasons. I would say you know, you've got the content. There is that content it's, that could yeah. be, you know, a little bit tough for some
0: younger because, kids. Who is it? Oh Mor- man, there's I think it's... Yeah. Mournblade, uh, their flag is basically a guy burning alive... <laughs> Yeah. Um, I, I think, anyway, as far as I can tell. I said, you know, like,
1: I know the characters I'm going to play. Yeah, like, not, not I got the, the <laughs>
0: demon burning somebody. But no, I got the centaurs.
1: I got, got the peasants. And the peasants, that's
0: right. <laughs> like, versus those my, are mine. <laughs> my demons over here. Yeah.
1: So, you know, like, so that's good. But also, you know, understanding the way that the game plays, it is yes. going to, you know, a child is not going to, a no. young child is not going to be able to understand.
0: Not easily. There's that. a lot of reading uh, on these cards to, to yeah. do. So, Like I said, you do have to do some homework and some research yeah. when you're going to play this to make sure you understand what you're doing. But once you understand these factions and how they work, you'll just go back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. And the, you could play a game probably half an hour if you wanted to. Like, if you really steam through this. I don't like I mean, one faction versus one faction. Yeah. Right. If, if you, you did took... one
1: versus one, I think if you did if you did the the three versus three, it would take longer. They've yes. got like forty five to sixty on there, and I yeah, think I would that's agree with that. once so,
0: you know it, yeah. Yeah. When you, if you're doing three on three, which is the way this game is designed to be. Yes. Um, yeah. You're looking at an hour, but if you just want to bust out one faction and one faction and go to it, you're twenty five minutes or so. I think you'll be done this, and it's yeah, it's simple, um, and awesome I yeah. love the factions I love how different they are like in a skirmish game that we have played quite a bit of or I have anyway <laughs> is uh, HeroScape and where there's a whole whack yeah, of I've never played HeroScape I know we have a we have a whole bunch of it here yeah. but yeah you've never got to play it no because right? you always had your whole crew Yes, yes, played it before <laughs> <laughs> That was back in the early days of kids.
1: Yeah, I had, um, I had little babies. <laughs> yes.
0: But, yeah, we played... I mean, it just reminds me of Heroescape, where there's all these wacky factions that are just fighting it out, right? Yeah. And um, where this one has a little it bit more and of match. a story yeah. going on of what's what you're uh, fighting over. But, yeah, no. You like skirmish games? Definitely check this out. Um, yeah. If you don't like skirmish games and you're looking for one, this is probably a good place to start because um, it is pretty simple. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you can get the the starter sets that just give you two factions that you can just take right out the box and, and play. Yeah. Or you can go and pick and choose which other uh, random factions you'd like to add to your to your collection.
1: You do want to get at least one starter set because they're going to have the, the yes. god tier go, tiles good point. and good the point.
0: Um, and the dice. Yes, you need a starter set. You need one. Yes, you do because it's got the dice. It's got the tiles. It's got the board. It's the nice square box,
1: and then you've got the yeah. rectangular boxes with just the individual. Yeah. Because,
0: yeah, you you don't get any dice, no. you don't get any tiles, you don't have a board. Yeah, the so starter
1: those... sets come with two factions
0: yeah. included in them. Yes. So, yes, you do need a starter set if you're going to play this game. Grab one of them. But I But they have three, different types of starter sets. So Three or four different starter sets, I think. Yeah, there's a few. But, um, yeah, grab a starter set, try that out. If you like that, go grab a couple more um, of the yeah. expansion factions. Because there are a lot. There's a whack of them. If you go, <laughs> yeah, if you... You've Go on their your website, pit. you'll see like whoa, there's a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I loved it. Really loved it. Thanks yeah, again. Absolutely. Thank to you so much, Steam Games, for sending this to us because it is going to be a mainstay now in our collection as far as uh, skirmish goes. Absolutely. And uh, we're going to look to get a few more of these so we can shake it up a bit more. Yeah, in the I'll future. try to.
1: I'll try to find some more non-soulless <laughs> yeah. guys.
0: That's right. <laughs> but uh, no, this is great. Maybe they have some pixies. Uh, Yeah, that's right. The pixie faction. Send Anna Maria the pixie faction so she can uh, not feel so bad while she's playing this. But uh, yeah, no, I think uh, we're going to call that an episode. Uh, My voice held on. Yeah, well done. Not too bad. I've been sipping tea the whole time. Yeah. But um, yeah, you can catch us on Twitter at Meeple Dungeon, YouTube, The Meeple Dungeon. You can contact us at our email, uh, TheMeepleDungeon at gmail.com. And um, we did just do an or value with uh, with Jason from Dice and Dragons and Ryan from yep. uh, the Bridge City um, Board Gamers. So yeah, go check out the Dice and Dragons YouTube channel. You'll see a whole whack of kick- uh, yeah. Kickstarter excessor value v- uh, videos on there that you can uh, check out. And uh um, what you've been playing Wednesdays? Yeah, We're check we the Wednesdays. That's right, not the Cardboard <laughs> Conjecture podcast. Um, and um, I think that's it. Yeah. So. We're going to run, and we will see you next week. Cheers. Have a great week, everyone. Bye-bye.